If you are a veteran and have filed a VA disability claim and have been denied, have received a low rating, or you're unsure how to get started, reach out to us. Go to vacifree30.com, linked in our show notes, and take advantage of a free VA claim discovery call. Learn what you've been missing so you can finally get the disability rating and compensation you deserve. Welcome again, Mill Spouses. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Mill Spouse House. So Molly and I talked last week about our little tips of marriage advice and some things that we have worked on, are working on, some observations that we have made. And I thought we could continue the conversation a little bit. Not only do I want to give you guys some resources that if you just aren't finding what you're looking for, or maybe our tips really didn't land, or you've tried what we talked about and it just hasn't worked, I would love for you to just poke around on militaryonesource.mil because there's so many resources, so many articles that website has for us military spouses. I mean, it's not just a website. It is a resource for military families. It's the place that everyone goes to. So I talked about being a part of these subreddits and Facebook groups, and we always direct anyone struggling with relationships or their own mental health that are part of the military community, we try to direct them to military one source because they're going to connect you with professionals. As a military spouse or military dependent, you have access to non-medical counseling if you want for free. And, And it's completely confidential unless... I I believe they're only supposed to report things if you're going to harm yourself or harm others, if they feel like you're in danger. But anything personal, communication, relational issue, you can talk to them and they can help you out. And so I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit before we dive into today's topic. That way you exhaust all your resources. You you know all your options and you know that there is help out there. So don't worry. I'm going to link all of these resources, all the articles that I've looked at in our show notes, and just take some time to poke around. Actually, yesterday, there is a like app you can download. Let me, let me see what it's called again. There's an app for everything these days. <laughs> Literally Okay, so on Military One Source, in one of the sections about relationships, it suggests this new app that they have, and it's called Love Every Day. And it's for you and your spouse, and you're supposed to get a text message from them every day. And I believe it's just a question, and it's kind of like a conversation starter, or maybe trying to learn a little bit more about your spouse. Because Molly, I remember you saying last week, that it was so nice that you had a discussion with your husband that wasn't related to work or wasn't related to like finance or the kids or anything. It was just a discussion between you and your husband about your own thoughts mm-hmm. about things outside yeah, of your events. family. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like this is probably along those same lines. It's for 21 days and they'll send you a text a day. That is a question. So I'm going to do it with my husband and I'm going to update you guys on how that's going. And I'm really looking forward to the questions because who knows, it might be something that we can talk about on here and they might bring up some uh, good points or spark yeah, some interesting conversations. I'll do it yeah. too. And then we'll, we'll reconvene and let you know how, you know, we'll test it out and see if it's good. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll let you guys know. We'll be the test dummies. Yeah, absolutely. So Moving forward with our conversation, this episode is for when you've exhausted all of your options, when it just is best for you, your spouse, your kids to end your marriage and divorce. And this is not a fun topic by any means, but I think it's important to know where to find information where to find how do you start the divorce process in the military? Because it is a little bit different than regular civilian divorce. Like the service member has rights, you have rights, and there's more factors involved in the process. And as we've spoken before, divorce is something that is more common in the military than our civilian counterparts. And often it happens after a long deployment. And so that's why I wanted to give these resources in the beginning, because a lot of the time it's hard to reconnect after such a long period away from each other. You've changed, they've changed, and you've kind of gotten used to a dynamic for however many months or even, I mean, it could go year, two years, however. And when you reconnect, it can disturb that consistency, which can cause rifts in a marriage. But if you've exhausted all your options, then this is the episode for you. So first things first, you can seek free legal advice through your installation's legal assistance office. They do not represent you They are strictly for legal advice. So this can be for divorce and child custody. It could be for income tax considerations. It could be for wills. It could be to understand the Service Members Civil Relief Act. My husband and I actually sought some legal advice for something that doesn't pertain to divorce, but it it was so helpful to just hear somebody explain to us the law, what we were entitled to, what um, steps we needed to take if this or that happened. And it made me feel a lot better that we had that free resource and could talk to somebody in person. So you do in their field, you know, if your toilet broke, you wouldn't go and, well, I wouldn't try and fix it myself. I would just call a plumber and have him, you know, or her come in and check it out. So it's, it's the same thing. I feel like it, it, again, it gets that stigma because you're going to see a legal representative, you know, but don't let, don't let that, the legal part of it scare you. It is still free and they are still experts in their field and they can absolutely help you and guide you in the right direction. Yeah. And going to seek legal assistance and information, that doesn't mean that you are automatically divorced. You know, this isn't a decision that you have to make in that exact moment. 
this is a process. And at any point you might reconcile, you might decide that it's not right for you. And it is confidential, which I think is important to know if you just want to go on your own, understand what the process looks like, what you're entitled to, you have that resource. So going into a little bit of the Service Members Civil Relief Act, this helps legal rights of service members on active duty. So they are protected in certain situations. So say that your service member is deployed and you filed for divorce or child custody, they are not going to be penalized if they have to miss a court date because they're deployed or they're on training or they're away for something that pertains to their military work. Civil court or administrative proceedings may be extended if they're unable to show for whatever their duty reasons are, whatever work-related issue that they have that conflicts with that. You are entitled to private communication to help you understand your rights with child custody. And something else important to note here under that Relief Act is to avoid conflicts of interest. The attorney can only offer guidance to either the service member or the spouse. The law allows service members and their spouses to file for divorce in either the state where the service member is currently stationed, the state where they claim legal residency, or the state in which the non-military spouse resides. So, as we all do move around all the time, every probably every two years, I feel like is the most common number. It, if you are residing in a state that is not your legal residency because of a PCS, then you can still file in that state. So as a divorce spouse, you also have rights. So former spouses who don't marry, they can receive medical benefits, commissary benefits, exchange benefits, anything that's on your military installation under the Morale, Welfare, and Recreation Program. But you have to meet the requirements. And it's called the 2020-20 rule. So here are the stipulations of like requirements. So the former spouse was married to the military member for at least 20 years at the time of their divorce or dissolution or annulment. The military member has performed at least 20 years of service. They don't have to be retired yet, but they had to have had 20 years of service. The former spouse was married to the member during at least 20 years of the member's retirement credible service. So that is, I feel like this is a very small group of people. So, but hey, if you're listening and you meet those requirements, definitely take advantage of um, the resources that you still have because, I mean, you did spend 20 years in the community and putting a lot of things on hold for your service member to support your service member. Then we have the 2020-15 rule, which thank you to the listener who sent in the information for us on this one. It is when you were married for 20 years, your service member retired from service, so they did their full 20 but your marriage only overlapped for 15 years of their service. You will then be entitled to a transitional 
period of medical benefits. And that transitional period is two years where you will still be entitled to your full medical benefits. Now, beyond that transitional period, there is a program called Continued Healthcare Benefit Program. And we're going to take a whole deep dive into that and do a separate episode on healthcare after the military because there's so much information and it can get kind of confusing. So I kind of want to break that down and do a separate episode for it. So if you don't meet any of those, then you do have to return your military ID once you're divorced. I feel like this is important to note too, even if it doesn't apply to you right now, knowing it just in case you are in a bad situation and you feel stuck and you're like, well, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, they try and plan ahead and they're just like, okay, this isn't working, but would it be easier or better for myself and my family if we stayed married, unhappily married together because of, you know, reason A, Mm. B, C, and D. So knowing this and knowing what you could be eligible for, it might help because if divorce is the right decision for you and your family, you know, knowing these ahead of time will kind of help in that transition period, maybe, you know, knowing that you still have rights, you know, if you meet the criteria, you know, this shouldn't be, I'm hoping that this is like good information, just in case you're on the fence, like, I'm unhappy, but we're stuck, you know, that's never a good or healthy place to, to be in. Yeah, I think it's also good to make reality of what your life would be like, too, if, if mm-hmm. that is the route that you that you take, you know, really contemplate like, if this is what you want your life to be like. And I also think it's important to know all of this in case you know somebody who is going through divorce or should go through divorce. Because ultimately, we are a family in the military community, whether we know each other or not. I love being a part of these groups where everyone can ask questions and ask advice. And it does get really personal. And everyone wants to be so supportive. And so if you have someone that is in a situation, whether it be the military spouse or the service member, and they're in a situation that divorce is ultimately what's best, then you are armed with information that they may not know. And you can assist them in this process because they're going to need a support system. They're going to need you to be their friend and their confidant and help them stay balanced through this process and level-headed and understand what's actually going to happen. Because I think also a lot of times, you know, in situations of divorce or separation or even just through marriage troubles, the heightened emotion can fog your brain. It can fog your decision-making. And so if you're someone who isn't going through this but knows somebody who is, keep listening because you never know what little bit of information they might need that you now have. I want to touch on abandoned spouse rights. So I think this one was the most fascinating part of my research. The military benefits you're entitled to as a spouse when you are abandoned by your service member. So maybe divorce hasn't happened yet, but they have left the home 
or they don't want a relationship anymore, but you're not yet exactly in that divorce. That divorce hasn't been finalized. You still are entitled to a portion of their housing allowance. These measures are meant to be temporary. They're meant to not be permanent, but they're meant to help the spouse who probably abandoned their career and had to move, has family and kids that they need to take care of. And the military understands that during this period of time, what's important is making sure the military family is taken care of. So if you've been abandoned by your spouse, who is a service member, they cannot take your military ID away while you all are still married. You still have access. You still have privileges. And they just legally aren't allowed to take it away. You're still entitled to your medical benefits, even if you're estranged for as long as you stay married. So you, your kids, you still can get the care that you need. You still are entitled to installation support services. So access to the childcare facilities, counseling services, that non-medical counseling that we talked about, or even medical counseling. You know, there are psychiatric doctors and, and all kinds of medical professionals your dental, your eye care, all of that. And chain of command. So you have access to your service member's chain of command if you need to find your spouse or receive any of this support from your spouse, like receiving the BAH. I would ultimately leave that as a last resort. That's just like a personal feeling of mine. If you all can reconcile and and do kind of break down what needs to be done in non-medical counseling or with each other or with the help of an attorney. But, but you, but you do have access to chain of command. If, if say they just like up and disappeared or, uh, or took your military ID card or anything like that. I think it's also important to note that when you divorce and your spouse is a veteran you do not have access to their VA disability. So whatever they're receiving from the VA for their disability, you're not entitled to that. That will not be included in, you know, whatever finances you guys split up. Now, the Uniformed Services Former Spouse Protection Act for Divorced Spouses in the Military covers an array of different things. Mind you, we are not lawyers. We are not legal professionals. So do seek advice from a legal professional. And keep in mind that every state has its own policies. It allows the state, not federal, to treat disposable military retired pay as marital property. Now, this doesn't guarantee that you will get a portion of your ex spouse's retirement pay. This just means that it's possible. It doesn't automatically happen. But under this act, it does note that the retirement pay can be used to help in paying child support. But again, that's through the state court system and every situation is different. Under this act, it also allows service members to voluntarily elect a former spouse as their beneficiary to receive the benefits from the survivor benefit plan. 
And we do have an episode on the survivor benefit plan. If you want to go check that out and hear what all that entails. So really that that's a lot of the just straightforward facts. I'm going to link all of the resources that, that we have used. A lot of it was from military one source and I'm going to put down all those articles in our show notes, but I also want to touch on just how important I think it is to, if you don't have a support system, sign up for these Facebook groups. If you're on Facebook, I'm going to add the two groups that I'm involved with in our show notes and just get some advice from other people or or you can get a lot of advice just by reading other people's stories and kind of hear what they're going through. And most importantly, you realize that you're not alone. Lots of families struggle. Marriage is hard. Raising a family is hard. Being in the military is hard. Being a dependent of someone who serves in the military is hard. And I think it's just Even if you are, say, like me in another country and you really don't know anyone, being a part of those online groups are really helpful. And sometimes, I mean, you can be anonymous and ask your questions in those groups. This way you start to get comfortable with the reality of your situation and acknowledging the truth of your situation. By not acknowledging it or talking about it, you're bottling up all those emotions and then you're not able to react or take action in a level-headed manner. And I would also recommend if you have kids, utilizing the non-medical counseling for your children. This is a big family shift and dynamic. And it's important for your kids to have somebody to talk about it with that isn't mom or dad or mom and mom, or dad and dad, or whoever. (laughs) I actually just listened to a podcast about childhood mental health and how they show it so differently in so many different age groups. You know, Mm -hmm. younger, it might be behavior that they, that's not normal for them. And, but they just don't know how to handle it. So it comes out in such different ways. And so, yeah, having that person to talk to that safe person that isn't you know, mom or dad, that's a little bit outside of the situation, but then also has that experience in working with children that are going through, you know, their parents are going through divorce or, you know, military kids, they kind of pose their own set of struggles sometimes with one parent being so far away and and all of that. So it's always a good idea. And there are people that are specifically trained in childhood or pediatric mental health. So definitely reach out and know that those are available for your kids at every age. And I also think it's important for you to go through counseling during these situations, even if it's just to practice how to like tell your family, how to tell your friends. I I think that's probably one of the most intimidating parts of going through such a big change, like any really life change, but especially something that is maybe centered around sadness or um, grief or just has this like negative connotation with, with it. How do you tell your family? So it's not only how do you tell your kids or how do you tell your spouse, but how do you tell those other important people around you who've been used to, to you being together for however amount of time. 
And I think if you can practice those conversations, you'll be able to enter those with confidence and you'll have more confidence in you being in this new normal and, and on this new journey for yourself. So yeah, I, I think with that being said, if you all have questions or experiences or stories that you you want to share with us or you want to share with our listeners that you think might be helpful, please reach out to us. Our website is linked in our show notes. We have a contact form that you can submit and the email goes straight to our inbox or you can email us at millspousehouse at baclaimsinsider.com. We'd love to hear from you. Check out those resources below. Check out your options because you do have options. It's not a one size fits all kind of answer for any, any situation revolving marriage and family. So tailor it to you. Well, from our house to yours, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Mill Spouse House is brought to you by VA Claims Insider. Let's face it, the VA claims process is a pain. Many veterans struggle for years trying to increase their ratings or even get rated at all. Most are not getting the compensation they deserve. Here at VA Claims Insider, we've supported more than 15,000 veterans to win their claims and increase their ratings. Now it's your turn. Schedule your free VA claim discovery call with one of our team members by going to vacifree30.com linked in our show notes. You'll learn what gaps you need to fill to speed up your claim and increase your rating.